Alex, a lawyer and a financial advisor walk into a bar. And then what happens? Well, I get this question a lot, which I think is going to be an interesting one. What's the best business decision you've ever made? Oh, great question. Um, I certainly got that. That's an easy one for me, and I've got to make sure that my team are listening to this podcast because uh, I'm going to give them a, a nod and they're going to feel very good about it. So, yeah, that's right. They'll probably be the only people listening to the podcast anyway. So I think, <laughs> I think it'll be good if they, if they could be listening. That's good. So I'll make sure I'll send them the link uh, uh, before that. And I've actually, I just wanted to show you, I've got a, I've got a beer for this one. It's oh, only nice. a light ginger beer, which tells you about, you know, where my life is at the moment. No sugar in it, no alcohol. Oh, that's <laughs> so, cool. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I think the COVID, I'm trying to battle the COVID bulge and uh, and, and I've actually got work to do after this, so it's, uh, it's just the ginger beer for me. Well, I'll, I'll hang in there with a bit of a Peroni. Oh, there you go. Oh, well, that's a bit you nicer. Know, I've still got work to do, but it needs to be creative, so. Yeah, okay. I'll just help myself. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, what so a nice decision. What do you reckon? Yeah. Um, uh, for me, the clear, clear um, standout is, is hiring my um, practice manager, my office manager, Jody. Um, it was very early on. I started the business and it was just me, you know, just struggling away. And, uh, and it was a bit early on, it was a big decision to put anyone on, you know, putting on an employee is a scary thing and, you know, you're paying yep. salaries and super and you're making a commitment to someone to look after them and, and you've got to have enough for them to do. And when you're just a one-person show, then, you know, adding another full person in is quite hard, you know. So uh, it took a lot of confidence for me to, to do that. And, uh, and thankfully, I got the right person, probably by luck as much as anything, um, but she's been an absolute godsend to me because just a, a heap of what I do day to day is now done by by Jody, and that frees me up to do all sorts of other things. It frees me up to spend more time with clients. You know, I can go out and spend the day with a client, which I couldn't have um, early on because I was sitting yeah. there, you know, drafting documents or, or, you know, responding to emails or, or you know, reconciling the accounts or, or whatever else I was doing. Um, but yep. getting good help, and that, that I think is then, if, you know, if I extend that further, hiring Erin and other people that um, I've got in the team, but, but hiring people has just, just freed me up to, to really deliver a heap more to the clients and to be much happier, um, you know, having, having more time to myself and being able to go on holidays and all that sort of stuff that you, you can't do if you're trying to do everything yourself. And a lot of businesses I see, a lot of clients are really, even though they might have 10 staff, they're still trying to do a lot. No, too, way too much themselves. You find so if you get the right part of person, that, yeah. so you find the right person, but it's yeah. also then delegating and giving them the responsibility. Yeah. It's like I've I've hired you to do this job. Yeah, it's the outcome I want. Yeah, everyone's going to take a slightly different path. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and it's a real skill to not to either not micromanage them on one hand, and, yeah. and then on the other hand, not to just hand it over to them and then say, look, if you need me, I'll be. I'll be on holidays, you know. Yeah. So, and that's that, and it requires a real mindset change. I mean, I I saw myself as a as a lawyer, as you know, sitting there typing up legal documents and stuff all day, not really as a business owner. And a yep. business owner and a lawyer are two totally different things. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. It require different skills, different mindset. If something a new client comes in, I don't necessarily always ring them up and talk to them, which I did at the start. I might get someone else to ring them or I might, you know, whatever's suitable. We need a kind of a system in place to how to onboard clients and all this sort of stuff, which um, was all new to me. I just, I did everything myself. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I think that that the taking on of people to take away 
the work that you may or may not like doing, mm. but you can provide better value doing something else. Yeah. And also yeah. someone takes a slightly different perspective on it, which enables them to take on those systems and processes yeah. that, because that's the work they like to do. Yeah, and they're better at. Often if you so get the right better person, at. they're better at than you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I can't, I'm not an accountant. I'm not a, you know, I'm not, I, 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 they've got the right skills. They can do it. They can get more out of it and they can enjoy it and yep. they can add more value than you can. Yep. So it's, it, I mean, when it works, it's magic. But then, of course, you have different problems. You have then people management problems. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's not all just blue sky. And I'm not to yeah, pretending, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm perfect at it. But certainly that, for me, really transformed my business from a sort of a, you know, one-man show to a, to a you know, a proper, um, a proper business, which gave me my sort of, more than anything, my mental health back, you know, because I could, yeah, uh, yeah, because yeah. I could rely on other people. Um, rather than trying to go it alone all the time. I think the other point that you raised was that transition, how you identify yourself. So yeah. are, are you a lawyer or a financial advisor or business owner that happens to yeah. be delivering a particular service? Yeah. And I think that's a real distinction as well, that once you people get their head around the fact that this is a business that has systems and people and processes and procedures that it should the, the, the key, I suppose, for any business is to function without the principals being there or the founder. Like, yeah. th- there's that balance that it functions without us being there. But that's always an interesting, mm. you know, kind of transition. But I do think it, even when you start a business, is being clear around what is the objective of the business going to be going forward. You know, am I starting the business because I want a job or am I starting mm. the business because I want to build the business? Mm. Mm. Well, do you think all businesses? Do you think all businesses should be uh, planning to either be under management or to be sold one day, or do you think there's sort of a third category where you can just run the business yourself for a few years and then maybe just close it down? Yeah, look, I think one of the things that we're sort of finding at the moment, um, you, there are businesses out there. They've been very successful. You know, they're a smaller business that might be, you know, one key owner with, with a team of people around them that has amazing contracts, really good contacts, um, you know, work just seems to come to them. They make good margin on, on all these various jobs. And so the business has got, is, you know, very strong cash flow-wise. So there's the, 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 I suppose there's the multiple paths. One is to continue to grow it and, and keep expanding the other one is that you do look to sell it, but again, how do you, you need to get your business prepared to sell, or alternative, you can just look at it and say, you know what, I've got a really good business, but what I'm going to be doing, if I'm extracting as much as possible, I need to be building an asset base outside of the business mm-hmm. that Elsewhere. will then generate an income stream mm-hmm. for me. So therefore, mm-hmm. you may say, look, I'm just going to keep running it, but I know that year on year, as well as, you know, money going into super or there might be some real estate purchases or some other, you know, investments that can be used. So then the business can be at that particular point in time, they might then sell it to to an existing employee, but mm. not at, a, at the market rate. It's just like, you know what, you can take it over. It, it might be one times revenue or it might even mm. be half times revenue. Does it matter? The person's happy to pass it on to the next person or they literally just say, 
I'm going to hang on to it and then I'll sell it and I'll just close the door at 31 December mm. and we're done. Mm. So there's no yeah. perfect on, on, on any of that. And, that. and that's where some people, they're just like, I don't want the grief of taking on staff and all the mm. other stuff. Other people, they want to come in, get a business up and running and see how quickly they can grow it to mm. then either sell it to a, to a you know, competitor or to someone else. I mean, we're seeing a lot of that in some of the technology businesses. You know, they're coming mm. up, they get, they get started so quickly and they're just, I mean, they're amazing to watch how some of them have just had these huge uplifts in a mm. really short period of time. Mm. You know, Afterpay, yeah. Canva, um, you know, any, any of these, some of these various technologies, once they've got the platform ready to go, it's unbelievable. Like amazing mm revenue generation and, and wealth generation of people that just love the business and, you know, mm. again, do you want to stay local or go international or even on a national basis? Two different mm. realms. Mm. So, yeah, I think it's been, to me, the big issue about, you know, what's the best decision made is being clear about what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, that's a really important one. Yeah, like and I you, think a lot of people you don't know, you start a business maybe because you lost your job doing something else or because yep. your friends were starting one and you thought it was a good idea or whatever and then you yep. think, well, and I fall in that category. I, I'm not sure that, you know, you, that, that I've thought, well, in 20 years do I want to be selling this business or do I want to be putting it under management or do I want to just close the doors? You know, is that, yep. is that possible? I mean, my, uh, my uh, uncle... Uh, he, he was a GP for, for many, many years, and when he finished, when he retired, he just he literally shut the doors. You know, he had a small practice, but it was a good practice, and he just shut the doors, and, and he, in that time, he falls into that category. In that time, he'd, uh, he'd you know, generated wealth elsewhere and, yep. uh, and had, you know, he's now retired happily on a big farm, and he's, he's loving life. Um, yeah. He didn't sell it for squillions, but he, he made his money on the way through. Yeah, and this is the real balance about... Mm. I suppose part of it becomes what are the decisions that you need to make? And there's always different ways. You know, do you want to do everything yourself mm. or is there a balance that you want to get some people to support you? And, and mm. that's always going to be the challenge. And, mm. you know, I think it's going to be even more difficult over the next couple of years in certain areas because struggling to get staff at the moment. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you talk yeah, to so yeah. many different people, their real challenge is, Oh man! I mean, I was talking to a guy the other day, and he said, "I could come. I could. I could. I have fifteen positions available. Wow! I could put fifteen people on, but yeah. I cannot get them. Predominantly, sort of, you know, regional and and sort of rural areas. But right. he, he just said it, it, it's really kind of hard at the moment. Yeah. Is is trying to find people? Yeah. And that's where I think some some businesses are, are going to be, you know, in a position that they're not going to. Um, you know, they want to grow because it's so hard to get the staff that they kind of mm. need along the way. Mm. Mm. That, that's the real challenge. So what about um, what about you? What do you think when you look back on your business journey so far, is there a particular thing that stands out to you as being the best thing you've done? Oh, look, probably the best thing is, is mm. uh, just just you know, getting on with it. Yeah, like, <laughs> so I don't know. Like, there's, tell me or I'll do it and I'll be very successful as well. No, but it's sort of, I think part of it is just, yeah. you know, you kind of, the best thing is to back yourself. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and again, I think being clear around what it is, but also be forgiving of yourself that yeah. you're not going to get, you're not always going to get the everything right. 
yeah. every time you do it. Yeah. It, it just sometimes um, you just like, you know what, I just got that wrong. I just misread it yeah. or yeah. whatever. So, you know, I do think the best decisions are making a decision. Yeah, yeah. Not you know what I mean? on the fence on in, stuff. Inaction is a real problem, yeah. And, and oftentimes yeah. you make a decision, doesn't matter that there is no right or wrong, you just make the decision and you move on with your business. That's the important thing, that you make a decision, yeah. don't get stuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And um, I, I also think one of the big things for me is not being so aware of the competitors mm. but not comparing ourselves mm. to the competitors. Yeah, well, there's always going to be someone more successful, less successful, or who appear. I've had a real problem with that in that you, you when you're looking at sometimes at your competitors or, or or the land, the business landscape, the way it appears and the way it is are two different things. People don't yep. show you their, you know, you don't see people's books. They might appear to be, they might have a ton of staff. I mean, I've had clients like this, got a ton of staff, appear to be very successful, but they're taking very little financially out of the business. In fact, they're barely surviving. And maybe they've got too many staff, but you think oh, a lot of staff, a lot of, and people ask me how many how many have you got in your team as a, as an a, a, an indicator of success. Mm. And of course, that's you know your headcount is not an indicator of your success. You hope you hire right. people because you're making money, but people are, are an expense, right? The more people you got doesn't necessarily mean the more profitable you are. Um, often, quite the opposite. So so you got to really understand you know what's going on out there, what's going on in the market in reality, and and often no one will tell you. Um, one of the things I struggled with uh, related to that was, you know, early on you try and get a mentor, you know, you want a mentor to help you. And I've probably looked up to a few people who ran law firms and, uh, and got a few tips and all of that stuff. But then as I got to know them better, I realised they were less successful than me. <laughs> and I went, yeah. Oh, well, that, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong. They can still, just because you're less successful doesn't mean you've got... Um, don't have things to offer. What do they say? Um, fake it till you make it. <laughs> yeah, 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 well, they were faking it really well. And I, I, was, I was looking after them and they are fantastic. But I think one of, some of the things that I was doing, which is modelling myself on them, probably weren't the best things to be doing. Um, we, I was just doing it because that's what, you know, that's what you do. Uh, you know, you, you, you try and you look up to people and then you follow what they do. And uh, what they were doing wasn't that great. Yeah, <laughs> and but, I learned but again, that the hard yeah, but that, that but that's also then making the decisions mm. along the way that sometimes you're not sure which way to go. Where mm. where does the road lead you? Sometimes it's just mm. sometimes it's moving forward, sometimes it's going left, sometimes mm. it's turning right. Mm. But sometimes it might be stepping back and going mm. down a slightly different path, but mm. it's that making the decision as to which way it goes and yeah. and that's like anything, yeah. you know, maturity and and any sort of decision, you know, mm. you learn from from your decisions and some are better mm. than others. Mm. You know what do you do? But I, I, you know, again, I think the best decision is just is one is making the decision, but but just mm. giving something a crack. Mm. Yeah, yeah, getting stuck into it, doing it now. Don't wait. Um, yeah, like yeah, yeah. There's no perfect answer. Yeah, really, yeah. I don't think for anything you just got to kind of give it a go and. Yeah. Um, the other big thing for me, I think, looking back, is is. That was a real advantage is is really understanding what who I am and what I'm doing as a business person and as a business owner, and then understanding the kind of niche that that fits into or the need that that meets, and, and you know really understanding it as in a, a detailed a way as you can. You can't be all things to all people, and I certainly yep. started the business. If someone rang me and said, "Can you do this?" I'd say, 
Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> and now I say, well, hang on, let's, you know, uh, like, you know, what, what is it that you want to achieve, you know, and to find a bit about, a bit more about, you. so for instance, you know, we, we work for business owners. If you're not a business owner, you're not suitable for us. You know, that, that's, yep. that's who we work for, right? Um, whereas if someone had said, oh, I'm having a dispute with my neighbour about, Fence, so I think we do disputes, so that fits into the disputes category. But really, a neighborhood dispute about a fence is not what we do. Yep, um, so you know, we um, we really niched, understood what we we're on about, what where our skills were, where we could add the value, and what kind of niche we fitted into. That was a really a big turning point, I suppose, for us. Yeah. Um, uh, that I think all businesses really have to understand their niche, and I think, yeah, which uh, comes get to that ability to be quite laser focused about, yeah, because for every time. I remember the saying now: for for every for every yes, hmm. you have to give twenty five no's or something. No, I've so not you heard don't, that. You don't want to say yes to everything because you, you'll never get anything done. So you yeah. will say a lot of no's, but it, but then the market hmm. becomes educated around what it is that you're very focused on. Like which yeah. sector of the market are you renowned for? Yeah. Yeah, but that takes some guts, especially, I mean, from early on, and I'm probably going back a while now, but early on, saying no to people, you, you're like, but this is a paying customer. I'm not going to yeah, say no yeah, to paying. That's madness. <laughs> you don't grow a business. Yeah. And I sort of thought, oh, well, if you help everyone, then the word will get around that you're very helpful and, and people want to do business with you. And you might even do things, you know, on the cheap or whatever because you think, well, that's going to that's gonna be a good idea because people are going to, the word's going to get around what, what a nice guy you are. But, in fact, word gets around to people who don't want to pay. <laughs> so yes. you know, yeah. So you get more, you know, you do a bit of free work, and then you get more free work out of it, which is, you know, that, that's nice if you want to help people, but it's not. That's not a sustainable doesn't business pay model. The bills. Pay, yeah, it doesn't pay the salaries of the, the team, you know, and and and, and really is unfair to the, all the paying clients, you know. So yes, and I agree. Yeah. I agree with that point of view. That's been the balance yeah. because all of a sudden you're trying to sustain a business, but you can't let certain paying customers subsidise certain yes. areas an element of your work as pro bono and that's yes that's right i'd rather do a job for free yeah yeah that's right and go look for 10 percent of our work we do for free if you meet these criteria or whatever that's correct that's fine rather than try and do a few things on the cheap for people who are sort of semi-paying you want to be clear you're either paying or you're not um uh, yeah but that's like um you know i've said to my kids over the years you've got to be if you're asking something of someone Hmm. You need to be clear. It's a bit like when they're younger and they want to go and get a job. And it's like, oh, well, or someone's come out of university and they've, you know, they've finished a particular course. And then they turn around and go, oh, well, look, I'll sort of, you know, I'll go and talk to Alex. He'll, he'll you know, go, he might know of someone. And so someone pops along and they jump in there and they say, oh, look, Alex, you know, and you ask a few questions. And so what would you like to do? I'll, I'll just sort of, I'd like to do anything in the law. Okay. Yeah. The law is a really wide yeah. area. Yeah. You need to be a little bit more specific yeah. for me. Is it family law? Is it commercial law? Is I know it, what you know, they'll whatever. say. They'll say they'll say human rights. They always say human yeah. rights. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> you go, okay, well, that's cool. Good on you. Because there's only yeah, six jobs Where is that going? And there's 75,000 jobs as, as a commercial lawyer, which is what I am. You know, so obviously that, that I mean, but you know what I mean? It's being specific and clear around what it mm. is that you, you, you do and you offer which makes it much easier for people to understand, oh, you yeah. do that. Oh, you don't do family law. No, 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 we, that's not a space we're in. Oh, but do you know someone? Yes, I do. I know, you know, Mary over here, mm-hmm. she does family law. That's not mm-hmm. a space that we're in. And, and, I, and, again, I think on any of that stuff, for any decision that you want to make 
as a business, being clear around what it is that you do, but also what is it that you don't do? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And that yeah, that informs what you do do. Uh, Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, often you know, it's a bit like you know, do list. Yeah. yeah. But we also say there's also a not to do list. Ah, oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which goes back to like bringing Very on your, your practice manager. Yeah. But there's things on that list that are not, Alex is not to do these ah, things. Ah, yes. And actually she, when she sometimes accuses me of going rogue, <laughs> and when she, <laughs> Alex has gone rogue again. And what that means is Alex has done something that he's allocated to me as my job. You know, yep. and he's interfering with my job and making my yep. life hard and he should stop doing that. Yep. And obviously she's, you know, she's trying to be nice about it, but I think she's just saying stay out of, stay out of my way because yep, I know no what right. I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and uh, sticking my beak in is not helping. It's making things worse. And, I mean, that's a well, you do something. Yeah, you do something and it causes more more work yeah. because you've you've not followed the process that normally yeah. is meant to be a great deal. Yeah, I've used my discretion thinking that I'm, you know, I'm helping more. <laughs> Yeah, and I've come in half-baked with half the information and sort of thought yeah. I was assisting. Yeah, that's right. Because business owners never do that. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's right. I did the um, the company director's course years ago, which, you know, you mm. learn about um, being a company director and you learn about boards of directors and reporting to boards and all of that. And they, they said comprehensively that the main problem with privately owned companies is the majority shareholder, the owner. <laughs> They're yep. the problem, yeah, because the, no one can really stop them from doing dumb stuff. So, you know, you want, you want if you can, the, the board to be professional and to be, you know, to have independent directors and all of that to try and get the, to get the line, owner, which is me, <laughs> into line, you know, and to be acting professionally, which all their, their team are. So that was quite, it was quite confronting in a way for me doing that course. Oh, right. So but problem. that's one of the other things that we've had discussions with with a number of people is um, from a business decision perspective, mm. looking to put, and it doesn't matter what size it is, but some form of advisory board together. So mm. it's not from a fiduciary point of view where there's a legal obligation, but more around whether it be six monthly or quarterly. Mm. You know, you kind of sit with people that are independent from, mm. from the business and having those discussions and just sort of saying, well, this is where we're going and asking people to challenge you on your thinking, mm. that has been a very successful component of some of the better decisions because sometimes you just can't see the wood for the trees. You just, yeah. You're just so immersed in a business or, or the owner is just so, so close to all of the detail Mm. that they just don't see the opportunity, that literally they might be able to just reach out and touch, mm. but that's where a third party just... Yeah. But sometimes it can be just a, a dinner or a lunch. You know, you might present some financials or the strategy where you're going, but I find it keeps people accountable mm. around, well, this is what you said you were going to do six months ago. What's happened? Oh, well, mm. you know, we, you got... Oh, you know, I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> Accountable? Oh, that's the worst. I started a business so I didn't have to be accountable. Well, yeah, and this is, you know, again, this is very it's interesting and you've got to kind yeah. of, you know, hang the hat on that directly yourself along the way. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. what are we doing in our own businesses that we're, where you've got to take some yeah. of the own medicine that you're, you're providing to people? And, you know, that's always yeah. a challenge. You know, when you put something yeah. out there and, and it's in the public domain as such, it's mm. like, well, how'd you go on that? Uh, I mean, it's clearly it, it, there's no, there's lots of research that says if you put, you know, the various goals or things that you want to achieve 
and a time frame to it and disclose it to other people, yes. your probability of success is, is dramatically increased. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And it, to no me, it's the same with the it. business. Yeah, if you tell all your friends you're going to quit smoking or go on a diet or do whatever you're going to do, you're Correct. much more likely to achieve it than if you, if you keep it to yourself. Cause you're, Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, then it just spins yeah. around in circles. Yeah. yeah. All right. Any other pearls of wisdom, best decisions? Because uh, I think no, worst I decisions can be another topic. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, I think that, in fact, let's do that. Let's do the worst decisions in business as another topic because I think I could talk about that for longer. It's probably more amusing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Best decisions just makes all my team think they're great. <laughs> That's the last thing I need to do. <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm, I'm not accountable, which I've yeah, yeah. Really just stepped, stepped, dropped in it. Yeah, Step aside. So. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. So, no, that's all good. That's all good for me, Dave. All right. Well, once again, lots of banter. Hopefully, lots mm. of knowledge is being, you know, shared. Mm. And we look forward to um, dropping in on the next podcast. See so you next time. Once again, Alex. <laughs> <laughs>